Oh <laughs> shit! What was that? <laughs> the gin. No, you idiot. It's PWZ here oh. this week, and what the fuck did I just watch? Legitimately, <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. Now I have to say about, what was it, six months ago, we just watched the horror show. This has got to be right up there as one of the worst fucking pay-per-views I have ever watched in WWE history. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm going to say Herb Abrams' fucking Blackjack Brawl, or let's say Heroes of Wrestling, made this look like fucking shit. Like, those Ooh. pay-per-views are way better compared to tonight's show. This was a, what the fuck was this atrocity from beginning to end? Well, I wouldn't say the beginning because the beginning was actually the best match on the show. You had all, like, uh, the kickoff match was possibly uh, some of the greatest talent in the fucking company on the kickoff show. Okay. Not everybody watches a kickoff show. I'm a fucking nerd, so I usually say, hey, Daniel Bryan or Cesaro's going to be on, so fuck, I'll tune in. Because, you know, Cesaro was like one of my fucking favorite wrestlers. But what in the same hell that I watch in that main event? I mean, Jesus Christ. Now, I guess DVD Freak, uh, by the way, this is Rick. This is a Sunday night reunion, so to speak. Rick, JJ, DVD Freak, and Dan the Beast. Um, Man. Uh, according to DVD Freak, the main event was pre-taped earlier today, and I could see why, because you can definitely tell with some of the cuts that, uh, you know, it's definitely very, uh, cinematic, I guess, so to speak, and, well, I mean, I hope Randy Orton might have just killed Bray Wyatt, uh, by lighting his ass on fire. <laughs> he's dead. He is I literally, mean, he's dead. He I mean, because died. this is because it's completely, completely realistic. The reason why I like professional wrestling, I'm going to say it. He always takes me out of the realm of reality and puts some sort of imagination. But this is just out of hand, folks. This was just yeah, ridiculous. He's this, no this, longer the. He's no longer the scene. He's a corpse. Well, literally, <laughs> he was just laying there, and you can tell with all the camera shots back and forth with the panning of the cameras that it was just a fucking dummy laying there. That he just lit on fire and then disappeared and then fade to black. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. This is going to be an interesting hour, needless to say. Uh, speaking of dummies, I don't see how anyone could have enjoyed this pay-per-view. This was retarded. Like, well, this was literally... one, of our biggest, one of our biggest fans actually tweeted uh, <laughs> how much he actually liked the show. What? I think Dan. I think Dan knows who it is because he laughed. Well, <laughs> if you I, check I, on I, Twitter, I saw, I, I saw the post before we uh, gathered around here tonight. So I'm like, uh, okay. Well, I guess I everybody's just, entitled to their own opinion. But I yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's just um, it. Uh, it just shows you know the different times where we actually maybe grown up and what certain people like because I. You know, I told you guys, and I think we've all had this discussion. I'm a traditionalist, and I like realism, and I think DVD Freak does too. Uh, uh, this is just this one was just way out of fucking control, man. It really was. You have a TLC pay per view. What should the main event be? Oh, it's not a TLC match. It's a Firefly Inferno match where you have to literally murder your opponent. Yeah. Yes, uh, I'm. I would be uh, very surprised if tomorrow, uh, if now we know I don't ever always tune in, but I'd be very surprised if uh, we get a report on Raw that, or maybe PW Insider Dave Meltzer will report that Randy Orton had gone to jail for murder. 
They should have a. Yeah. They, should have, <laughs> they should have a. They should have a spinoff called Bray Wyatt gets a skin graft. Fuck this. This was <laughs> just. Oh my god. I'd have to say that uh, you know, not a lot that I enjoyed about this show. Uh, I definitely, you know, and 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 and. Um, when we were going back and forth in the live stream, I was surprised because JJ always seems to find some sort of positivity to, to say about the shows. And <laughs> if not, he always pulls out a little joke, and it didn't sound like you had anything positive to say at all. <laughs> no, it was horrible. Uh, the I caught what the half of the uh, Sasha Banks Armella match, and that, that was actually pretty good. That was that good. wasn't yeah, that I wasn't terrible. Some- and, no, um, it wasn't horrible. I dug that. I dug the uh, tag match. I mean, for what it was, the women's tag match. But uh, oh yeah. yeah, that one was pretty decent. Yeah. And um, I mean, my girl Oscar was on there, so you know. Yeah, yeah. Best. And Charlotte returned. But yeah, you well, know, I had no idea she was gone. I had no idea Charlotte. W- well, that's how often. Uh, what was it? I don't remember exactly. Dan, do you remember? Mm. Was she, was she, okay? she gone like, since like? Wasn't she gone since like Extreme Rules or something? No idea she was gone, but uh, yeah, I mean that match was all right for what it was, but then it just kind of went like you know downhill. I can't whistle, but yeah. Should we, should we should we go in order here? <laughs> um, I was just about to start saying that we are now six minutes and fifty seconds in. That we should just uh, yeah. All right. So the first match was the eight man tag match on the kickoff show. Uh, I liked it a lot. You know the amount of talent between Biggie, Daniel Bryan, Ch- Chad Gable, and Otis uh, defeated King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Shinsuke. Actually, I got to tell you something, guys. I he don't. I'm not a fan of. Um, the guy, the king guy, uh, Corbin, and this is probably the best he's looked in all the amount of time that I've been watching this nerd, like legit. So, um, just saying. Um, so the actual pay-per-view portion of the show started off with the world title match, WWE Championship, uh, which I hate when they do this, when they have both titles on the line. One generally is really either really early in the show or starts the show. And this has been happening a lot for a number of years. Uh, it's rather aggravating. It's a, this was a TLC match. Uh, Drew McIntyre, the champion, defeated AJ Styles. And then fucking Miz decided to cash in his money in the bank. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I got really fucking frustrated with this whole thing once I, you know, the Miz and Morrison came out. And uh, I was just like, this is some bullshit. I really thought, like, at this point, that Miz was going to come in and break down and take the title. And this was, that's like, and and it's not that I don't like the Miz. I do. He's funny. Uh, He can be annoying at times, but I think that's what he's supposed to be. Um, I just, yeah. um, This match was was 27 minutes. I mean, at this point, I think that AJ and Drew really can't do much wrong. I just, I don't like gimmick matches, tables, ladders, and chairs. It's just overkill. Especially it's seeing that it just so happens every year in December, we've gotten into a point of a feud or something where it just has to be a TLC match. Am I wrong? Or you just don't have a feud, and you just oh. randomly throw two people in there for the gimmick match. I um, remember the days... I remember the days when a steel cage 
or a first blood or a hair versus hair match. Those were important. That was always the, the ender of the trilogy. Yep. And then you just have two random fucking people just put together on a random pay-per-view just because you have to in December. Why aren't gimmick matches... Why don't they mean right. anything anymore? They don't... Right. They're meaningless. They they're don't. just... They're meeting a quota. Right. They're there for no reason. Right. Uh, you're right. It's just ridiculous at this point. Like, uh, have Drew and AJ worked together before? At least not on the pay-per-view series, correct? Uh, not that I recall. <laughs> so this is basically the first match in a series for the pay-per-view. And they're, this is... Uh, mind you, this is probably the second one that they've done this year as far as immediately going into a gigantic... Uh, what's the word you just used, freak? Uh, gimmick match, right away. They went into the blow-off match, or what should be the blow-off match, right for the first match on a pay-per-view, which is just, there's no logic here for this. It's no logic. And another thing that really doesn't make no logic is, you know, AJ having a manager. Like, what's the point of him having that ridiculously tall bodyguard when he doesn't really need it? Right. I mean, what is the purpose of him? He just stands there. Well, I mean, he assisted in getting John Morrison out of the arena. That was kind of funny. Or when he caught the Miz and he just uh, kind of threw him into the table. That was kind of amusing. But like I said, I don't really find much. Um, I don't really find much use for him as well. I mean, maybe down the road there's going to be a reason for him. But right now, I'm not seeing it. Okay. All right. Well, it's time for a rant because, all right. So you have money in the bank. Yes. You have Otis win it in the most stupid way possible. And then you have him lose it. Not his fault. Not his fault. Yeah. Well, I, uh, you have the Miz win it at what? Hell in a cell, something like that. But you have the Miz win it. And then you cash in. In a ladder match. And I was like, oh, that's really creative. That's never been done before, to my knowledge. You have him cash in and then climb up and grab the briefcase. But they made it a triple threat match. And I'm like, all right, obviously Miz is going to win it. But you have this money in the bank concept. This concept that they have put over for years. That it's a, it's almost it's an almost guaranteed championship Win. I think there's been what three or four people that have won it that haven't won the the belt. If yeah, I it's remember like, it's Damian Sandow, John Cena, and uh, the other one, Sh- Shelton it's Benjamin. Whatever, but didn't, um, didn't Shelton Benjamin win one of the earliest ones? No, he didn't ever win. Uh, he didn't win. Okay, uh, he didn't win. Okay. Uh, the other one was Baron Baron Foreskin. Was the other one? But <laughs> all right, but you have. The Miz, who yeah. I love. I love The Miz. He is right. he is great. You have him cash in, and he fucking loses. Like mm-hmm. an idiot. Like a nerd. We're going to have an Alvarez. Yeah. Like a nerd. And then, it's nothing. It's obsolete. Nothing. The money, in the, brief, the money in the bank briefcase is fucking worthless at this point. It's gone. It's nowhere near until next July, <laughs> until the next gimmick pay-per-view. But I'm just... I'm so sick. I'm so tired of this. This ruined the entire pay-per-view for me. You have him cash in. And it started right off, right away, in the first match. I mean, and, that's it's, it was all just downhill right there. 
And you had him win the briefcase in a singles match, yeah. which has only right. happened, like, what, one other time with Edge and right. Kennedy? So I was like, all right, this is going to be a big deal. Miz will win it and then lose it at the Rumble or whatever, Chamber, right. whatever. But no, they just have him lose it like a fucking joke. This honestly sickened me. This ruined the rest of the pay-per-view for me. They should have done this at the end, honestly. Fuck this. messages and just like seeing like freak off mad i'm like what the hell is going on yeah. oh i'm always mad man <laughs> how does professional wrestling work you go on what the fans care about what they react to correct whether they cheer and if they boo it or if they just don't give a shit right it's always well, how it's worked it's not the booker that gets the wrestler over it's the crowd that gets the wrestler over right all right, well, I've given up already on this. You know what? I'm just right. frustrated. So no, you know what? You know what? Okay. So you have the all-time worst Raw ratings ever, which I was very happy yes. to see, by the way. That made my entire day. Fuck you, Vince. You deserve that. And the USA Network, they're all pissed off about it. So I was like, all right, maybe this pay-per-view will reflect those ratings a little bit. Maybe they'll retaliate. Maybe they would put on an insanely yeah. good pay-per-view right but you know no that's not what we got no i've been saying this for years they deserve the record low ratings 
and they can kiss my ass. I'm done. Was it last year at this? Was it last year this week that they said they were going to start listening to the fans? Was that that? Was that that last? Yeah. Was that the year before? They were going to start listening to the fans. How can you listen to the fans if you're piping in crowd noise? you know, you're not doing anything that the fans react to. You're go- reacting to what sales, maybe. And the I mean, saddest, like, come on. The saddest part is Vince is probably like, "Oh, it's because of COVID." That's probably his mindset. That's one thing, but I'm yep. going to tell you something. Financially, they're having one of their best years, despite the fact that their flagship show is getting the worst ratings it's ever gotten in the history of the show. Exactly. That's due to income from other countries, I'm guessing. Well, it's because they're right. not doing they're not doing live shows anymore. Their house shows right. are completely dead. They were losing money on house shows before the pandemic. Right. So they're oh, for they're about only... a good for about a good year or two before that. Like it's just started nobody started caring. And then that's when uh, say it was, this, this other little group started up, you know, and started making people care about wrestling again. We, we've lived in a dark period of professional wrestling since about 2002 when there was only one company in the mainstream. And now now you look at it, there's a lot of smaller companies, local independent companies out there that actually care about the fucking sport of professional wrestling and are producing something that the fans want. So, and you know, like, of course, somebody are going to be like, fuck that, we've, we're looking for an alternative. I'm not watching Monday or whatever the other night is, Friday or whatever. And um, you have to also look at it this way. They're still they're still on a ten year deal. They got their blood money with Saudi Arabia. They're not going to be over there. When's the next time they're going to be over there? Yeah, but they're still they're still making money off of it. It's a contract. It's yeah. it's a salary. They're still making money off of it. Right. And yeah, but Fox, they also have to produce a certain amount of shows as well. Well, you know, fuck them. But they also have <laughs> no. <laughs> they also have Fox, who paid them right. like a billion dollars for a five-year deal. Are they They're even making Fox. anything for Fox? Yeah, because they were paid a billion dollars to just appear on the network. Jesus that doesn't Christ. that doesn't even include ad revenue. They're making wow. money regardless. That's the problem. They right. are. They have it made. They don't give a shit about their quality. They don't care what the fans think. They're right. They're basically like, oh, we have to meet a quota because they we're paid a certain amount of money, so let's just put something on next week. That's their basic right. mindset. Damn. Not only that, they're just, you know, I mean, and the network keeps losing more and more subscribers. And they're not even yeah. putting out quality, like, fucking content. You know what I mean? They have to create more and more content just because they own a network and they're terrible at even doing that. Like, they're just, I mean, how many shows do they have? I mean, they've been taking shows from the network, like fucking NXT, and putting it on cable television as of, like, a year ago. Like, what else are they going to do? Like, what else are they, what else do they produce for the network in order to keep creating as far as content goes? They got that shitty show, The Bump. They still have 205. Is (laughs) Is that still a thing? I haven't watched that in probably, God, since the pandemic's, like, prior to the pandemic. Yeah, I mean another well another thing that they're doing is just creating documentaries without putting them out on home media. That's right, another yeah. reason why they're losing money. You know, that right. that was money's worth. You know, you would go to FYE or your local Walmart every Tuesday, pick up that D V D that you've been expecting the you know, the past month or two. And nowadays right. we only get pay per view DVDs once every month with a you know, once in a while a compilation from like what, twenty four? And that's it. 
Do they even, like, I haven't seen anything outside of a pay-per-view uploaded, or not even uploaded, I mean, like, released uh, into, say, like, Walmart. Um, say, like, towards around this time, maybe next month the best of 2020 will arrive, like, or the best of NXT 2020 will arrive in the store. Other than that, I haven't seen anything else, like, uh, any other DVDs arrive in Walmart when it comes to this stuff. Like, they're, they're, they used to be really big and keen on home video production because that was like their big thing in the 80s and 90s prior to like the whole internet thing don't even get me started no you're very right however they stopped making wwe stopped making uh blu-rays yeah i remember reading an article on that and that's because they're moving on with the time Right. I mean, do, are they are they completely done doing Blu-rays? I mean, I haven't seen. I mean, well, you would know. You would know better. Well, it sounds like they're Blu-rays, and uh, that sucks. But I mean, the everything is streaming, and they're just yeah. moving with uh, with you know. With, with the times, but there's a huge market, like guys like us that want right. things on, on physical right. media. I buy, I just I got a box. I don't know if you guys checked the DVD room uh, on Facebook today. I uploaded a bunch of pictures of newer arrivals. I just got a box of 50 DVDs the other day in the mail. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah, awesome. so, I mean, I still buy physical DVDs, and I buy them all the time. I buy collections off people as well. So, you know, and, and fill in my holes or whatever, you know. I got a lot. I probably got too much. I should probably fucking sell some. But well, you know. well, the thing with physical media is is physical media is dead in the U.S. But if you were to go to like the yeah. United Kingdom or England, they're still producing Blu-rays. That's like with the '80s and vinyl records. Back in the '80s, you know, they fucking died down in the United States in the '80s and the '90s. You go to Japan or the U.K., they were very pretty fucking uh, important over there still. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so, just sad. it's just it's just crazy that's like yeah you're right D like uh physical media might be uh more popular in say the uk japan germany wherever they might yeah. be making way more money than they are here yeah pretty much that's the way i look at it yeah i mean i mean the certain guys like i think like you said there's sorry jj there's a certain yeah. niche that, you know, there are certain guys, like collectors, that will go out for it. There's certain guys that are into such things like that. Like, I know High Spots does pretty well off of selling DVDs. I'm sure, you know, I'm surprised, like, a company like, say, Smartmark Video is still around. I mean, I'm not sure how many people are buying uh, indie DVDs like that off them. I know they're doing, like, um, they have the streaming service they partnered up with or did a merger with IWTV. So, I mean just kind of going back and forth you know what i mean with between the streaming and the and the and the selling of the physical media as well
should uh, should we get on the next match? <laughs> Thirty minutes yeah. later, sure. <laughs> what was the next match? Next match was uh, uh, if I can see it correctly, Sasha Banks defended under uh, SmackDown Women's Championship against Carmella. As you guys stated, you know, I wasn't initially really. I'm not a huge like Sasha Banks fan. Uh, she's been. But I got to be honest with you, out of all the shitty shows we've been reviewing, WWE shows we've been reviewing once a month, she's had pretty much the best match on the show. Look at the match that she had at Hell in the Cell against Bailey. Best match on the show. Well, you know something? It's, it, it's starting to become a trend where the women's division is starting to outshine the rest of the male roster. And it's been like leading up to that for quite some time now. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I noticed that a long time ago. And this is the first match, <coughs> excuse me, that I caught. I caught maybe, I was maybe five, six minutes late to this match. I don't know how long mm -hmm. I was late, uh, but watching What about it, 12 it, minutes match? Sorry, GJ. It went about 12. Okay, so I was probably three minutes late to this match. Right. Loved it. But I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, it had good sequence. Uh, again, I didn't even, I haven't watched WWE in so long. I didn't even know that the titles were changed. All the titles look different. But, um, this match, I, I dug it for what it was. Uh, I gotta give it to Carmella. I don't know if it's maybe the wine, but it looked like <laughs> she's getting better in the ring. Is it me? Um, well, then, I'll be honest with you. Didn't she used to do that, like, 10-second dance break? Did she still do that? Like, I didn't uh, notice that in this match. I know. I was just like, that's the one thing that made me hate watching fucking well, every time she came out. But, you know, it's like, this is probably, like, um, maybe it's just her persona now as a heel that this is that she's not doing it, and this made her look pretty strong in this match. Yeah, because I was going to say, didn't she just get repackaged recently? So I'm expecting that she probably has, like, a new theme or everything. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's uh, got a little. She got better in the ring to me. Yeah, then again, I was actually, I was actually surprised they gave her this like a match at this level. To be honest with you, I didn't think that she was uh, on this kind of level to to be going for a title. Yeah, exactly. Again, Sasha Banks, and look who look, again. Who look who she was in the ring with, Sasha Banks. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was just shocked that. But like damn, Carmella looked like she got better in the ring. That was just yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay so here's my I thought what I saw. All right, so here's my question to all you guys. Now, you know, with the recent matches from every pay per view, with Sasha Banks obviously getting like the victory, um, do you think that has anything to do with you know her benefiting off of the Mandalorian you know crossover? Actually, yes. I didn't even know anything about that shit until yeah, yeah. I saw, uh, I think Mike Johnson maybe talked about it today. Uh, I, I, I heard that she was in it, but I guess apparently that episode was the newest one that was uploaded, the finale. Hey, um, I'll tell you hey, what. what? Not, to, not to get into this, but, you know, that episode was the, the only thing Disney has ever done good with Star Wars, so. I think you're lying, first off, or you're just plain ass. Never mind. I'm not going to be. Okay. I'm not, well, not going to okay, say. Wait, 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 I'm not going to say anything politically incorrect on this show, like everybody else. But anyway, well, I'm the biggest Star Wars geek out there. Rogue One was I good. Highly doubt that you didn't like uh, the, the the Force Awakens. No, don't get me. You're started a on fucking that. mark. Don't get me, You're don't a get mark. me started. You're don't a get mark. me started, man. 
You're a Don't poser. get me started on You're Star Wars. You're a poser if you did not like The Force Awakens. Nope. That is, my, right. that is my most beloved thing in history of Star Wars. And Disney has just... All right, I anyway. Was, I thought it was gay porn. Well, that too. But... <laughs> Sorry. All right, so to elaborate... Go ahead, Danny. Get us back on track, sir. To elaborate on my question, do you think Sasha Banks is getting a rock treatment? How do you figure? How do you mean, sir? Well, you mean, like, you know, transitioning into, you know, she's doing TV shows and movies and everything now, so now she's getting this significant part without, you, you know, losing the title the next day on the flagship show like she used to back in, like, 2016, 2017. You think that she's going to be that next breakout star that WWE has not tried to, or has not pushed, been able to produce for a number of years since, say, John Cena? They've had trouble creating a major star. You think that that might be Sasha Banks, is what you're saying? Well, I, what I'm saying is, it's not like she's going to be like a top-notch star. Like she's obviously going to be. I think it's very her. possible. I think she's, she's going to. She's going to take some time off to do some film, come back, right. go, mm-hmm. take some time off again. But still going to be winning championships and still defending them on flagship shows. Right. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I think it's very possible that she could be. I mean, she's got the looks. I mean, it's all Hollywood is all about. The way you, with the way you look, and she could definitely fit that, I believe. Shit, the hurt business. Sorry, uh, defeated the new day. Okay, the, uh, right. tag title. Yes, sir. Uh, so, uh, no, I'm just gonna say this. This is fucking pointless. Because first of all, once again, where the fuck is retribution? Like, why isn't retribution? This is the second. You know, like, exactly. they're not involved. We right, said, after, yeah. They were involved. They weren't Survivor Series, right? No. no. They weren't on Survivor Series, but they've been showing up on no. Monday Night Raw. The only match on record that the that the Retribution actually had a pay-per-view match was with fucking Slapjack challenging Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship at Hell in a Cell, which was fucking pointless. Damn. That's, yeah, you're right, man, because it's like they, they, you know, that's something that they really, really were pushing heavy the first couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden no. they just dropped it. They just dropped the ball. Look at the amount of talent that is in that fucking group. I know. No. Okay. Dijak, now, Maya Yim. Now, now, here's my second fucking question. What's the point of having Woods and Kingston together? Wouldn't you send some tension going into this pay-per-view like, hey, one might turn on the other? Isn't it about that time? They've had their run. It's already been over six been, years. I was going to say, shit. yeah. yeah. And the, on top of it, the gimmick's just, it's tired at this point. Yeah. It's tired. You know, like you said, it's you been think- going on over six years. It's just tired. They need to move on. Let them do. But if they split them, Let's be honest. Well, Xavier Woods is Xavier Woods. Let's be honest here. Is he going to survive in WWE without no, Kofi? Not a PhD. He's going he to. You know. WWE. You know where he he's going to. He's going to end up on he main event. Up, up, down, down. Listen, he has the up, up, down, down bullshit. He has a PhD. He's a doctor. He don't have to give a shit. If he gets injured, he can fix himself. And then you got Biggie, who's over on SmackDown doing the whole powder clap clap again. Like, all right. Just the shit that we haven't seen since the NXT days, or since he was managing uh, 
Dolph Ziggler and elbowing fucking AJ Lee in the chest. Who fucking cares? Because if Kofi Kingston was at the right time, you know, they should have done this shit last year at WrestleMania. You know, Kofi Kingston won the WWE Championship, but it shouldn't have been under the New Day banner. It shouldn't have. It was dead for a long fucking time. It should well, have right. died. A long and now they're and you, now you know that they're never. He's never ever going to have that opportunity again, Kofi. I uh, right. I I said at WrestleMania 35, what should have happened is Biggie and Xavier turn on Kofi after he won the title. That was yeah. logical. Well, they were leading up to something, or there was a lot of rumors about a, a turn uh, of Biggie. Remember when he went out with his torn groin or whatever? There was a, there was a rumor for a very long time that when he came back, he was going to turn heel. Obviously, he never materialized, or maybe they just didn't feel it was the right time, whatever. But it just never happened. And I mean, maybe now. I think that eventually, at some point, give the next year, he might get a run with that title at some point. And I think they're going to push him. I think so. And I think he's ready. All right. Yes, absolutely, JJ. So, the way I see this, they already advertised Sammy Zane versus Big E for this coming Friday for the Intercontinental Championship on Christmas Day. So, you have to think, all right, here's the big Christmas gift for you guys. Big E's actually going to win a fucking title. And then somewhere down the line, there's going to be some more tension between Woods and Kingston. And then maybe think, hey, I think Kofi Kingston would probably work as a fucking heel. So, let's make him the new leader of the fucking purposes. Why not that? Why not that? Well... The good news is, at least Xavier Woods has a porn career to fall back on. <laughs> is that true? Is that true? Do you ever see the video of him and Paige and Brad Maddox? I don't need yeah. to hear any further. Thank you very much. Hey, I love Xavier Woods when he was in... Uh, I forget his name. Uh, Xavier Woods. I forget his name. In TNA, right? Yeah, I forgot he was in there. Yes. Yes. Do you have to jingle the bottles together for Christ's sakes? I mean, yes, I do. But uh, yeah, I love the Xavier was in TNA, and then oh, I they should have broken up a long time ago. So just like Freak said, they should have broke up. Uh, they should have turned on uh, Kofi. You know, when they won the belt, when when he won the title at maybe Austin, Austin Creed. Austin right. Creed. That, was he in what, Ring? Wasn't he in Ring of Honor with that title too? Was he there? Uh, I don't remember. I'm trying to. Not remember. I don't. Uh, I don't think he was in. He was in New Japan. I'm sorry, New Japan. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't remember Ring of Honor at all. Yeah, but I just remember the I'm name. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm seeing Ring of Honor shows. Like, yeah, well, uh, dude, did you watch Final Battle on Friday night to get off topic? No, unfortunately, dude. I saw you tweet it and stuff, and I was like, man, I, 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 should, I could have, I could watch it. What a great like, show! Every, what a great what, show that was. Uh, with the exception of the main event, the main event was horseshit, uh, or I should say, the finish of the main event. Like, I really, I really expected it to go like. You know, Ring of Honor is not just, you know, it's, it, they pride themselves on being a different kind of product and a pure product. It just, the ending was just one of those things where it looked like it was straight off WWE TV and it just fucking uh -huh. annoyed, it, it just annoyed the piss out of me. But you go back, man, there was some really great fucking matches on that card. And I think you'll really enjoy it if you, if you can, you can find it online. I, I, I find it. I know, I know yeah. where to find it. 
Damn. All right. I'll have to find some time to watch it because, you know, I miss. I know. Like, like I've said repeatedly, I miss going to actual Ring of Honor shows because, man, they had something for everybody. I haven't show. been to a Ring of Honor show. Uh, they have not come, come to Connecticut and God knows how, excuse me, God knows how long. Um, and the only place they come is like New York City now, but those tickets sell out so fucking fast, it's ridiculous. Really? Oh, yeah. that sucks. And I mean, I could take hop on the train in about an hour and 20 minutes, I'd be there, you know? So that's, that's cool. just ridiculous. Yeah. Luckily, they don't sell fast. They don't sell. Yeah. Not, not anymore. Once in know, Connecticut, in Connecticut, they took forever. They would take up until the date to sell out, but. Yeah. Anyways, we're getting off track talking about Ring of Honor. Highly recommended show, Final Battle. I gotta be honest with you, I watched three fucking pay-per-views this weekend between Friday and today. Final Battle was the greatest. It was all downhill after that. So, <laughs> so I gotta be Did honest Impact with you. Did Impact have a show this this no, uh, it was, uh, and they did last week. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I have it, but they, um, it was Ring of Honor, North American Wrestling Alliance did their big comeback show after being out of business for 20 years and tonight's, uh, craziness. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. This was, this was still better than the North American Wrestling Alliance pay-per-view though. I'll just tell you that much. So. A lot of hype around that show, but it just did not deliver. But anyways, we're getting off track once again. Asuka and Charlotte Flair defeated Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the WWE Women's Championship. I stepped away. I stepped away for this match, as I told DVD Freak while he was live streaming his uh, uh, craziness. So I did not catch. I did not catch the end of this. Why don't you guys take this away? Well. First of all, it, you know, it's good to see Charlotte back because I think she's probably one of the better in-ring performers in the women's division. But uh, secondly, you already know where this is leading up to. This is obviously going to lead to an Oscar versus Charlotte at WrestleMania match, the way I see it. Yeah. You think Mania? Yeah. All right. It is mania scene. Well, well mania next month, next month starts after well, Rumble. You know Once what? Rumble happens, let's yeah. Put, yeah. Let's put it this way: this pay per view was basically cleaning house on all you know extensive rivalries that aren't going to be included within these next three months. Right. So, you know, they're doing their spring cleaning. You know, it's the end of fucking twenty twenty. Welcome to hell, bitch. You know. One thing, all the wrestlers wrestling 2020. What the fuck was up with that? All the wrestlers, did you guys see that? There were all the wrestlers were wrestling with 2020. That little oh, promo, retarded. That was retarded. No, I did not uh, see this. Okay, we saw that. Free, you saw that? Yes, I saw it. Yes. So, give it just, what was it exactly? Did I miss? What did I miss? There was some stupid virus shaped like 2020, some dumbass CGI virus-looking bastard, <laughs> walk into the ring, and then Drew McIntyre, like, Claymore kicked it, and then they had a bunch of other idiots wrestling the year 2020. Did I miss this? Where was it? Is this when I got up and left the room for a minute? I don't know, but this was retarded. This is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I, must have been, I must have been distracted by your uh, tremendous uh, fe- uh, live feed. 
So was, was that sarcasm? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, it was more interesting than this fucking pay per view. We'll just say that. Very true. Very true. Yeah, it, I my intelligence is Washington. Oh, oh God! You know the thing that baffles me about this is Oscar chooses Charlotte. Well, I mean, obviously she didn't necessarily chose her as her partner. Obviously, that was the booking in the back. But wouldn't it make more sense to have Lana as Oscar's partner since she just pinned Nia Jax this past Monday? Don't you realize what show you're watching, though? When asking uh, uh, that I, question, listen, you got to think about the show you're watching. I understand that. <laughs> I understand, but wouldn't it have made more sense? We got to tell these viewers, you know. Yes, I mean it would make more sense, but I mean, who? I mean, are we gonna be able to get to um, the fucking brains behind the operation? Probably not. No, uh, you know, as no matter how much, no matter how much we fucking tweet, no matter how much we hashtag, no matter how much we cover it on this show. Uh, nobody's gonna, they're not gonna give a fuck. No matter who talks shit about them, they just don't care. And I'm like, ha ha ha, guess what? We're gonna do it even more, assholes. I made a million dollars, pal. <laughs> yeah. Um, DVD Freak looks distracted. I have a feeling he's watching porn on his phone while not working. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's about all I have at this point. <laughs> Oh, 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 
have two more yeah. tremendous matches to cover. <laughs> uh, I don't even know why. I don't even want to speak anymore. Because um, this is where this is where the show gets even fucking worse. Like seriously, Roman Reigns and uh, Kevin Owens. Roman defeated Kevin. I really fucking hated this match. I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. I hated the ladder spots. I hated the fucking, oh, my God, Roman dislocated his shoulder. Oh, my God. It's like, Michael Cole, can you shut the fuck up, please? Because you are the worst. I, I don't know. Is there anybody that's worse than Michael Cole? I mean, legitimately. I mean, I know Bruno San Martino was pretty bad on commentary. But seriously, Michael Cole has to be the most annoying person on the face of this earth when it comes to commentating. Well, you know what? I probably would have said Herb Abrams, but that's a different story. I have to say, he's better than fucking Michael Cole. <laughs> At least he had the nose candy to, to fucking get him through the shows. <laughs> um, who was that? Who was the bitch that was on uh, the WrestleMania 2 commentary main event? With, uh, Hogan and... Um, was that Mary King? Hart? No. I don't know. She was on commentary for the main event when I she was Hogan, no and Hogan, Hogan and Bundy steel cage match. She was horrible. No idea. VHS, but I don't remember. That's a long time ago, man. Yeah, no fucking clue. Anyways, uh, Randy Orton. Oh, wait, I didn't even finish this match. Yeah, this match sucked. I thought it sucked. It was terrible. Like, so many times. I mean, you know, how much do you think they invested in fucking tables time? A couple thousand dollars? Just the ones they broke? Honestly, all that work just for the ending to put Roman... You know, have Roman put Kevin to sleep and just grab the title. Yeah, that was really... Uh, yes, yes. Thank you, Dan. I forgot that I wanted to mention that. That was just... It was stupid, man. And it's just like, once you feel like, oh, Kevin's got the belt in his hand, basically, but he didn't get the strap, and then Jey Uso comes out of fucking nowhere and starts it tugging on his fucking third leg, trying to get him to come off the freaking thing, and... It was just, you know, it was just ridiculous. The whole thing was just ridiculous. Just like well, just, the handicap match. Honestly, pretty much. Pretty much. Handicap match. Uh, watching it, I mean, looking, they they did beat, they took a lot of uh, rowdy bumps. Yeah. You know, uh, I give them that, but. Yeah, man. but you know what I mean? You're, these people oh. are doing this shit all the fucking time. Bringing yeah, these gigantic bumps. Like, these people, like, they're killing themselves, man. Like, this yeah. is like, what happened to professional wrestling? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is a stunt. This is a stunt show, man. Like, these guys are out there doing this ridiculous shit. And guess what? WWE doesn't really fucking care if these guys get hurt out there doing this shit. Come on. They don't. And they don't care about the long-term effects. About they don't. No. They don't got. They don't have benefits. They don't have fucking retirement plan things. They don't got all of this other shit. You know what I mean? The, the it, it, insurance. If they fucking you know one of these guys get hurt permanently, they're not going to say, "Well, here's this for the rest of your life." You know what I mean? Well, yeah. you know what? Speaking of speaking of hurt, you know you have a TLC pay per view. Here's a big question: Where the fuck's Jeff Hardy? Wouldn't you think you would have a guy like him and his caliber to perform? Well, one didn't of these he uh, didn't he get himself pretty fucked up a couple weeks ago on SmackDown? I heard. Uh, I well, saw it on Twitter. Well, yeah. really? I heard that he went for you know one of those dives, but he was going over the ropes and he came down head first on the steps. 
Chime in. The guy's jumped off a fucking cage and probably broke his fucking back. Yeah. What? Do you do you really want to see Jeff Hardy in a TLC match though? He's gonna hurt himself. He's he's too right. old. I mean he's, he's too old. He's, I mean you yeah. gotta say that you're right. Um freak, you're right, because he's been doing the shit since the since the origins of the TLC matches. Yeah. And he's he constantly wants to top himself, top himself. Yeah. And you're right. He's getting older. It's like, yeah. dude, chill chill out, man. Like, come on, you, you raise the bar so high. Like, chill. But he's not that type to chill. He wants to constantly take it to take it further. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, that's a good All right, pal. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, my phone fell. Right. Oh. <laughs> you know what, guys? But you know what? You guys have a point. Let's put it this way. He's not over an AEW breaking skulls like his brother Matt. That was an accident. That was Sammy Guevara's fault. Let's get the fucking... Let's, come on now. Well, well Tony Sammy- Khan... Tony Khan obviously doesn't know when to stop a match, so uh he's just a money mark. Let's be serious. Like he's yep. just putting up billions oh, of dollars. Fox, so. bro. He's bro. got daddy, he's got daddy's money for his little hobby. Money mark, bro. So I'm watching uh does anybody here subscribe to Impact Plus? I used to. Nope. Oh. nope. Well, anyways, you, it's pretty ridiculous, but they have a live feed on it, so I just put the live feed on it, and um, I'm watching Grado versus Al Snow. This is a fucking barn burner. It's not a good match by any <laughs> but Grado's the first wrestler to ever block me on Twitter for um, <laughs> for making fun of him and call, and making you know basically coming out and saying that he's fucking horrible and his gimmick is terrible. So it's just kind of funny. He doesn't like he doesn't he doesn't like criticism apparently. So what are you telling me that? That's awesome. Cradle blocked you on Twitter. Oh cool. I can tell you a lot of other guys have blocked me on Twitter and some of them I know why, some of them I don't, but <laughs> it's life. It's life. It just happens. Some of them don't like criticism. Some you know, some of these guys have said, Oh, they're really nice guys, but I don't like this part about their gimmick and then okay, oh well fuck you, block. Okay. Dude, that's great. That's so great. Yeah, Look, yeah. You know, wrestlers, a famous wrestler or wrestlers with some fame have taken the time out of their day to block you. That's just, they could have just said hello, right? I would block somebody. Well, it's funny because I went to from uh, they're doing a Drew Galloway special, basically, which is the guy Drew McIntyre, obviously. So it's like it's funny I shut off WWE to this on the Impact uh, channel about Drew uh, Galloway. Impact is really great about making specials of what their video package, what their video uh, archives of guys that are currently in WWE <laughs> to try to get people to watch their shows. It's really comical in a way. I, I like Impact, I do, but it's just it's. Now it's like they were doing a whole video package of Robert Root, too, who's also in WWE. Actually, oh. is he still in there? What the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, now that I think about it, he hasn't been on a pay-per-view in quite some time. I don't I know. Uh, he's, team, he's currently teaming up with uh, Dolph Ziggler. 
What? Still? Still? Jesus. Freak, you better shut up because I'm going to put in your contract to go watch Raw and SmackDown and do it on the Sundays. Shut it. God. (laughs) All right. Can we get to the Coal of Santa Sack? That is the main event. Do we have to? Like I really, mean, I've been putting it. Might, I've been well, putting it off by talking about other promotions, <laughs> so, yeah. so we did not have to get to this piece of shit right. match. So, um, from what I understand, this was a firefly fucking inferno match or something like that. Something like fire, that. Fire, a firehouse, and her something. Firehouse, <laughs> flame match. I get it. Something. Um, it's a cartoon character, Mr. Rogers' uh, main event. Um, this was uh, uh, Randy Orton comes out wearing jeans and a hoodie. Mm-hmm. And What's I'm already he- sitting there saying that this is going to be the biggest piece of shit match on okay. the history of professional wrestling. And you could tell. And my guess is now the fiend comes out. And I think as Dan pointed out, uh, no wonder he never took his leather jacket off. My guess is that this was not Bray Wyatt underneath the thing. They had a stuntman in there. Or at least they had, for certain shots, they had a stuntman in there. Guess, Uh, because they had certain... Sorry, Freak, I'll let you get to your thing in a second. Because there were certain cuts where they threw in and did certain things. They lit them on fire or... You know, obviously he rang the bell, but there were certain things that would happen that just made me believe that it wasn't really him underneath it, at least at certain points. Especially, obviously, it had to be a fucking dummy laying in the middle of the ring where they lit the whole entire fucking thing on fire. (laughs) Which I was just like, I mean, honestly, WWE, can you get any fucking worse? We are trying to watch professional wrestling. I'm not a sports entertainment guy. I am a professional wrestling fan. This is some Fucking shit right here, man. It really is. Like, Bray Wyatt may be a great wrestler. A great wrestler. The fucking Randy Orton, great wrestler. It's just, like, this whole fucking lighting shit on fire, lighting people on fire. Like, it's just the evil storyline. You light the fucking, you're throwing gasoline on a fucking rocking chair, and the fucking thing goes up, and all of a sudden... You know, he lights the fucking fiend on fire. The entire flames are going up like fucking crazy. It's just, come on, man. I'm not watching fucking, like, uh, fucking Halloween or Friday the 13th where they're fucking lighting the motherfucker on fire. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. I'm fucking annoyed with you. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of uh, Mr. What? Mr. Green Christmas. You know, when you hear the trumpets, I think so. Mr. Heat Miser. Right. Yes. Yes. Yep. I was just really, this match really turned me off to WWE. And we might set that rule back up where WWE was not going to be covered again after this shit. I mean, seriously. Uh, Because every time I try to let them back in, they. We'll cover one of the shows, and it's like the worst fucking thing on earth. I mean, we. I'm, I guess I'm lucky. We only have to fucking cover one fucking show a month, pretty much. 
we're not here every day, like on a Monday, covering uh, the Raw, the SmackDown. The I mean, I got no problem covering NXT pay-per-views and, and, and their TV shows because they put on a fucking quality product for the most part. You know what I mean? It's not the product that it once was, but I was getting sorely disappointed. Uh, you know, I've never thought this poorly about WWE uh, as a product as I do now. Does anybody want to chime in? Okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. You go into a, a match where you lose by being lit on fire. <laughs> and nobody goes to jail for it because it's a sanctioned match, well, right? Well, hold, I mean, hold on. I have two points here. Point okay. number one. Point number one. Um, clothing is flammable. So what you do, Randy Orton... Um, he comes to the ring with a sweatshirt and pants. That's flammable. AKA, yeah. you're going to get lit on fire. But here's the other problem I have with this match. Bray Wyatt got lit on fire during the match, but he somehow didn't lose for some reason. Why didn't he lose? Did I you, told did... you why. The why? fucking timekeeper got lit on fire, and so he couldn't ring the bell. Okay. Well... Is that like the most extreme ref bump in history? Where like, <laughs> like I don't know. There's let's no just light. Everyone on fire. So we well, they never even they never even they didn't really even say anything about it. They just all of a sudden he just fucking threw it, and then it was like like the gigantic. He threw the match on the fucking dummy, and it's just like I can't wait to listen to Busted Open. Oh no, shit! They're not covering the show tomorrow because they're on vacation. Because I I mean. Yeah, <laughs> who's gonna cover this? Oh, besides us, oh. well, uh, retards. Yeah, yeah. hey, <laughs> mentally challenged, special needs. Um, yeah. goddamn man, this is really fucking rough to like talk about, like, because it's just like, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable how fucking ridiculous it is. It really is ridiculous. Like, I can't. I have no fucking explanation as to how bad this shit was. Like, legit. There's nothing. I can't even handle the shit right now. It sucks because I was such a huge fan of the film when he first yeah. came out. Obviously, they were on the Personal uh, opinion, and I've said this a million fucking times. No, I'm sorry to cut you off, JJ. I really am. But last uh, year when they ran Hell in the Cell and they had him go up against Seth Rollins and they did all that over-the-top bullshit and fucking... Uh, they fucking just ruined it with fucking... You know, the, the, he lost his steam right away. And then they fucking turn, you know, they they did so bad that fucking Seth didn't even they didn't they pulled Seth from fucking Raw the next night and had to turn him heel like a month later because they didn't know what to fucking do with him. So they're like, I feel like that ruined the Fiend altogether. That one match, like he just any steam he had going into that match was just ruined by that one thing, and it, he just was never able to catch up, come back. Well. The other problem is the fiend is an attraction. You yes. don't put the you yes. don't put the title on an attraction. You don't. Yep. That I always said the fiend will work as long as you don't put him in a title. Uh, give him a title or put him in a title feud. He's an attraction. I think you can put him in a title feud. I mean, Andre had matches with Hogan. I mean, come on. Yeah, but then he has to lose at some point, which also loses his steam. So. Disqualifications, countouts. Oh, it we just, don't want to see disqualifications and countouts on pay per views. Come on. 
Listen, you have to have at least one DQ and one countout per show. Ugh. It's part of the fucking show. See, the, you new school kids don't get it. Bad point. No, it's part of the formula. I see. It I is. See you new yeah, school yeah. kids, you, you're too young to understand that shit. No, I'd I rather mean, see growing up. I'd rather see growing up up to where fall the, the fucking submission. attitude era. They had a DQ like oh. every other fucking match. Oh, fuck the attitude era, but. I want yeah. to see, and I'm right see, by the way. I'm always right. I want to see Even technical wrong, wrestling, right. pinfall <laughs> submission. That's really? the shit I want to see. I understand that. So I do don't want to would... pay for a fucking pay per view where you have a disqualification and a no count or a fucking count out. You're, you it's should, gonna I'm not happen. It's fifty dollars for that shit. It's yeah. going to happen at least once in a pay per view. It should happen a DQ and or. One DQ, one countout in a match. It's part of the formula. It helps for the storylines. It helps with the formula and the in the in the flow of the show. And trust me, I, if I could, I'd sit there and watch New Japan and Ring of Honor all day, technical matches for fucking twenty four hours a day. But you know what? At some point, I'm going to get bored and I want a little change up. Yeah, I'm not. I I don't want to see that shit, especially in a main title feud. And I'm a tradition, and I am a traditionalist, and like my technical wrestling the most. I'm all for a heel having a dirty win, that kind of stuff. Yes. But yes. I don't want to see your main event. And you're saying Bray Wyatt should end have a have their main event end in a DQ or no count or a countout. No, your first, main event, your world title feud, should on a pay per view that you're paying fifty dollars for. If you want to get old school, that should not have a. Fucking First off, if this was old school, if this was old school, I was only paying twenty dollars. Okay, not paying fifty dollars for a pay per view. But what I'm saying but, is, in your world title feud for your pay per view, you shouldn't have a DQ. Uh, first off, it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen that often. But it should happen for a world title match on a pay per view, maybe once a year, maybe. And I'm not saying that's even a guarantee. But you can't do it. It's like. I get what you're saying, and it's disappointing to see a, a, a DQ or a countout in the main event. Shit used to happen on house shows all the time, but yeah. as far as uh, that stuff goes, yeah, not not. It shouldn't be one of those things where it happens on a pay per view all the time, and it happens way too fucking often. Happened WCW a lot, and look, <laughs> and look at where it look got them. Look where it got them. Uh, hold on. Hold on a second. Are you what? kidding me? Like the late, the later years of WCW, these guys would come in for interference or hit them with a low blow, and the referee won't even cause shit. He want proof. Watch Halloween Havoc '98. No, 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 I believe you, but I'm don't make me watch something like that. I mean, please. Wound up and yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Yes, it was. All right, right everybody. And never paid anything for the for those. So. Why don't we, uh, what's that word called? Why don't we give this one a rating and then get the fuck out, take it home? D minus. D minus. JJ, what's your rating for the show? I give it, um, an F for a fuck you. <laughs> DVD freak, Matthew Tremble. Uh, I'll give it a D. Fuck it. Jesus Christ, you were fucking too generous. Uh, I think... Alright. I'm looking at the matches. The exception of the Asuka, Charlotte, and Nia and Shayna match, 
the Sasha and Carmella match and the pre-show match, the rest of the show was pure shits. So I'm gonna have to go. And I have to go with a D as well. Because everything else, like the main events, the main attraction matches, was, it was just all pure shit. It really was. It was, And you notice that the, the women's matches were like the highlight of the show. This is the second pay-per-view in a row. We covered that the women's matches were the best matches on the show. Mm-hmm. Because well, actually, it's I, speaking I think, something I, WWE. I, I, well, I, I actually, I'd say this is the third pay-per-view because the Hell in a Cell had... Sasha and Bailey, and I thought that was the best match. What was the other one? Oh, Survivor Series. So that's third. Okay, all right. I was yeah. referring to Hell in a Cell. Anyways, oh, folks, okay. I like how you call me too generous for giving it a D, but you also then give it a D. I will, I'm just saying it's generous for you. Jesus Christ, man, cut me some slack. Yeah, D. That's pretty generous for you. Consider. All right, folks, don't forget to check us out on social media, Pro Wrestle Zone Podcast on the YouTubes, JJ, <laughs> JJ Sins on YouTube and Twitter, the DVD Freak on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Dan the Beast, where the fuck, come on, Dan. Yeah, subscribe to my YouTube page, especially if you're going to be watching my channel and you're not subscribed. What are you doing? Hit that button, and you can follow me everywhere else, but especially YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube. Seriously, and give us a five-star rating on Apple, even though you might not mean it, because I know we're not really five stars. But, you know, uh, maybe one day. <laughs> Take care, folks. <laughs> <laughs>